God bless you. Thank you. And uh, for choosing once again to tune in to this particular broadcast, I need to know. Good morning to you. Good afternoon. However, this video uh, meets you. Uh, let's go to Genesis chapter number 37. Genesis chapter number 37. The Bible says, glory to God, in Genesis 37 and verse number 18, and when they saw, glory to God, him afar off, even before he came near unto them, they conspired against him to slay him. Slay means, of course, to utterly kill. And they said one to another, glory to God, behold, this dreamer cometh. Come now, therefore, and let us slay him and cast him into some pit. We don't know which one, but we're going to find one somewhere to, 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 to put him in, glory to God, to contain him. And we will say some evil beast have devoured him, glory to God, and we shall, and we shall see what will become of his dreams. And Reuben heard it, and he delivered him out of, his, out of their hands and said, let us not kill him. Yeah, and Reuben said unto them, shed no blood, but cast him into this pit that is in the wilderness. Glory to God. And lay no hand upon him that he might rid him out of their hands to deliver him to his father again. And it came to pass when Joseph was come unto his brethren that they stripped him, glory to God, of, out of his coat, his coat of many colors that was on him. And they took him and cast him into a pit, and the pit was empty. There was no water in it. And they sat down to eat bread. My God, they left their brother to die, left for dead, and sat there and ate a meal. Glory to God. And wiped their mouths with no conviction. And they lifted up their eyes and looked, and, and behold, a company, behold, a company of the Ishmaelites, Glory to God, uh, from the uh, from Gilead with their camels bearing spicery and balm and myrrh going to carry it down to Egypt. And Judah said unto his brethren, what profit is it if we slay or kill our brother and conceal his blood? Come, let us sell him to the Ishmaelites and not... not our hand be upon him, for he is our brother and our flesh. And his brethren were content. Glory to God. For a few moments, I'd like to speak from the subject of, and I still, excuse me, will rise. I'm going to say that again. And still, glory to God, I rise. Yes, I love it. And still, I rise. Father, in the name of Jesus, touch your people. Speak to our hearts. Give us understanding of your truth, revelation, wisdom, knowledge, and all spiritual understanding. May the word become flesh. May your people leave totally, glory to God, with understanding and complete. I speak only under the anointing of God. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. And still, I rise. It's amazing this particular patriarch, Joseph of the Old Testament, of course, had heard a dream and received the dream directly from God at the age of ripe, old, ripe a young age of 17. 
And of course, he did not, uh, glory to God, receive reception. His brothers did not receive him. His fathers did not receive what God had really conveyed to him through the dream. It's amazing that, glory to God, this message is dealing particularly with those that have been left for dead, left for dead. Joseph was left for dead by his brothers. Yes, he was. Yes, he was. These were his blood brothers, a biological. Yes, yes, yes. Jacob was Joseph's biological father. There's no step here. There are no glory to God, glory to God. These are the actual glory to God, uh, the, the actual bloodline of Joseph. So, so, so what I, what this shows us and, and, and it, it reveals to us is that glory to God. Now, I've heard a person say this before, blood is thicker than water, but I got to go a step further. Spirit is thicker than blood. Jesus said, those that are my brothers and sisters are those that hear the word of God and do it and they obey it. Glory to God. So not just flesh and blood, because we see that flesh and blood, glory to God, will not always have our best interests at heart because it, it's a heart matter. That's right. Yeah, yeah. The birth certificate may say we got the same mother and father. The birth certificate may say that we are brothers and sisters, but what we're dealing not with, glory to God, flesh but we're dealing with spirit. And God wanted me to tell you those that, glory to God, that are closest to you, that, 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 that have rejected the very thing that God has revealed to you. Glory to God. Understand that you, you, you look here, this fight is not your fight. We do not wrestle against flesh and blood but against principalities and powers, against the rulers of the darkness of this world, against spiritual wickedness in high places. God has a bright future for you, and he has revealed some things to you in, glory to God, behind closed doors and in your bedchamber. And he wants you to understand the whole crux of this message is, and still I rise. We see here that they had plotted upon Joseph. They did not like like Joseph based on his dreams. Glory to God. We see here, the Bible says, and they said one to another, behold, this dreamer is coming. They saw him afar off according to Genesis 37 and 18 and verse 19, they say he's coming. You see, you need to understand that, guess what? That just because you have been left for dead doesn't mean that you're not going to still rise again. I want to pause for station identification, glory to God. Not commercial, but station identification because it's not going to be moved off this broadcast to tell you, glory to God, listen closely, that what God showed you, it shall come to pass. <laughs> it will tarry, but guess what? You need to wait for it, wait for it. God says... In Jeremiah 1 and 12, God watches over his word, glory to God, to perform it. I'm reminded, glory to God, of Daniel chapter number 10. It seems like, seems, seems, seems that the great prophet was left for dead. No, 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 no. But guess what? The Bible says after 21 days, glory to God, glory to God, after his prayers were received from God, that the angel of the Lord had come to him, glory to God, and had an, he had an encounter with the angel of the Lord. And in that conversation that, glory to God, God communicated through the angel, which means messenger, that guess what? God heard your prayer. 
from the very first day that you prayed it. But guess what? He had to deal with, glory to God, principalities and powers and evil influences beyond what we can see in the spirit world, in the spirit realm, to be able to carry out and to execute what you have prayed. And guess what he said? I am now come, Koshai, for thy words. God is saying every word that he told you. Every promise that he made. Now, let me go ahead and get down to the crux of this. See, many of you are left laying for dead. You left for dead. But God says you look like you're dead, but you still and still I rise. I'm reminded by a movie called Glory to God entitled Death Save My Life. And what's so interesting about that movie and why I'm so attracted in a sense, with, with, with the whole, the, the way they wrote that movie and the storyline is that the woman, glory to God, was in a terrible relationship. It was a domestic abuse relationship. She had one daughter from this man that literally, glory to God, that was a surgeon. And of course, glory to God, glory to God, there was jealousy that was there in the marriage. That was glory to God. There was no respect that was there. It's like he was intimidated by her. But guess what? It's a man. Amazing. Glory to God. That, 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 that's husband and wife. Glory to God. But guess what? I want you to understand something. Look, it was more than just a movie. It spoke volumes and there was many revelations that, that glory to God, that reflects scripture in that story. Because guess what ended up happening? She staged her death. She got tired. Glory to God of being in a relationship that she was in a box living outside of the box. Glory to God. And guess what ended up happening? She staged her death. He had actually, glory to God, had hired somebody to kill her. Glory to God. But guess what? At the same time, she staged her death. And she staged her death. She literally, they showed a scene where she took a, glory to God, a knife, a butcher knife, and cut the palm of her hand, the fatty part of it, and allowed blood to, she smeared blood throughout the house. You see, glory to God. So therefore, when the husband got home. Glory to God, it looked like a struggle. She put it across the refrigerator. She put it in different places. Glory to God, but there was nobody. God is simply saying prophetically, glory to God, just like the husband came home and he saw evidence of struggle. He saw that there was blood here and blood there on the refrigerator, on the floor. Glory to God, on the carpet. Glory to God, on the couch. Glory to God, but there was nobody. Glory to God. Do you know a murder cannot be solved? A mystery is still a mystery because why? Because without a weapon and without glory to God, or even with a weapon and nobody, then you have no case. God prophetically wanted me to tell you, glory to God, that the devil has no case. Yes, you've had some bumps. Yes, you had some bruises. Yes, you've been have lacerations. Glory to God with your childhood. With some things that happen in your life, people ostracize you from the church. People said things, ugly things about you to defame your name. You see, death is not physically, speaking of a physical death, it is a typology too as well in the meaning that guess what the Bible says, if you, glory to God, glory to God, thou shalt not kill. In Matthew 5, Jesus was talking, glory to God, and glory to God, speaking from the perspective of the Sermon on the Mount when he taught, glory to God, and he said, guess what, glory to God, he says, glory to God, he said in, in old time. It's been told you, glory to God, that you thou shalt not kill. Yes, yes, yes. 
But he says, I say unto you, which he's saying that, guess what? We're not going to negate that you shouldn't kill. But he's saying, look here, he went from the act Glory to God, the Old Testament, which dealt with the act of murder, and then he dealt with, glory to God, the content of the heart. Because, see, he said, guess what? But if you hate your brother without a cause, you then have entered into, glory to God, what God calls murder. In other words, what he was saying was, you don't have to worry about physically not murdering somebody. All you got to do is keep your heart with all diligence and out of it comes the issues of life. And what God is saying is, is that some of you have been murdered, not physically. Some of you have been murdered. Glory to God. People put their name, mouth on your name or put their mouth on you. And the Bible says, touch not mine anointed and do my prophet. No harm. God said he wanted me to tell you that this fight is not your fight. Stand still, yeah. Stand still, man of God. Stand still, woman of God, and see the salvation of the Lord Jesus Christ. And what I'm so moved by in that movie is this. The woman still was living, but it looked like she was dead. I'm reminded many times, glory to God, in different movies where, guess what? Sometimes the best thing that could ever happen is after, glory to God, your killer, which is Satan, has come to steal, to kill, and to destroy. It's for, glory to God, for Satan to hit you with his best shot, glory to God, and you just stay down. I know the Bible says that a righteous man and a woman fall it down. Glory to God. Glory to God fall it seven times and then rise it again. But it never says when they shall rise again. Thank you Holy Ghost for the inbox and the download. But what I'm saying is sometimes we have to be, be prey and fall prey to the devil. Not fall prey but act as prey. Guess what? So when it looks like we're down and we're not moving. Glory to God. Glory to God. And the people are standing over us. Glory to God. And they're wondering. Glory to God. Glory to God. They look dead. They look like they're done. They will never come back. Oh, they will never, ever be, be, be glory to God, gainfully employed again. Oh, they will never, ever have a relationship. Glory to God. Glory to God. As to where they're going to have the right kind of marriage. Some people are crazy as coon. Glory to God is a coon to believe that, guess what? If you are not with them, then your life would never mean anything. But the best thing to do is be left for dead and play dead and act as if that, guess what? That that is true because you know that's not true. Sometimes the best thing to do is allow the enemy to think what he want to think, say what he want to say, do what he want to do. You say do what he want to do. That's right. Take your best shot. Guess what? Because the Bible says, even in 2 Corinthians chapter 1, Paul said, we have the sentence of death in ourselves that we should not trust in ourselves, but trust in God who raises us from the dead. When Jesus Christ died on the cross, let me tell you something. See, See, Pharaoh, look here, glory to God, glory to God, glory to God. The king knew. Why? Look here, if you know you thought you really had Jesus, glory to God, then why would you put a stone by the grave? That's what I don't understand. So see, the enemy says different things, and the enemy masquerades around like he has power over you. But my Bible tells me, last time I checked, behold, I give you power. Hey, power. Hey, power to trade upon serpents and scorpions and over all the power of the enemy. And for by no means shall anything harm, hurt, or destroy you. 
So sometimes you got to be left for dead. And when you're left for dead, you play dead. You act like you're not moving. You act like you ain't doing nothing. And this is what I love about Joseph is Joseph, glory to God, had to go through a series and series and series, glory to God, of not being in the palace. He really didn't know exactly how the dream was going to, glory to God. In other words, how it was going to be fleshed out. But guess what Joseph did? He persevered. He thrived wherever he was. I want you to know those of you that have been at a certain plateau or those of you that have been in a certain place and someone may have said something, glory to God, to cause you to lose your job. God wanted me to tell you. It's all in his plan. It's all in his plan. Can no man or woman do nothing against a man or woman of God unless God permits it? It has to pass across God's sacred desk of approval. And don't get mad at your father. All you got to do is know that even with tears in your eyes, that God is working and doing something and he's sovereign. And that even though I don't understand why God allowed what to happen to happen, glory to God, Guess what? I may look dead. I may look like I ain't got no life in me. I may look like I ain't got no more praise. But how many do you know, glory to God, just because you look dead don't mean that you are dead. Glory to God. Now notice something in, in uh, Genesis chapter number 37. The Bible says that they cast him into a pit. Look at first of all, before they cast him into a pit, they conspired against him. Let us not look here. Reuben heard it. Reuben heard it. What did Reuben hear? This is Genesis 34, 37 and 21. But going back to verse 20, 37 and 20. Come now, therefore, let us slay him or kill him utterly and cast him into some pit that we will say, you liar, liar, liar pants on fire. So they conspired against him to kill him. Their focus was on killing him. Their intent was on killing him. And then guess what? They were going to lie and say some beast have killed him and devoured him. So devour would mean, guess what? Guess what? So, so you sit there and lie. We're going to, what's going to lie and, and say they're going to kill a beast that killed him and then devoured him. Devour means, guess what? That that there will be no evidence, no physical evidence of the fact that glory to God of what you claim because you're lying, you see. So, so, but I'm so glad that even though the enemy conspires against us through people, through situations, through haters, through imitators, through aggravators, look here, welcome. See, see your haters, let me tell you something. Let me give you one-on-one. -on -one. Stop speaking against your haters. You need your haters to get you to the next level. Jesus Christ would have never been able to be, if he never was forsaken about Judas, glory to God, or sold out by Judas, he never could have got to the cross. And if he never would have got to the, if he never got to the cross, then we couldn't be children of the light. We couldn't be sons and daughters of God. We cannot fulfill, glory to God, the five-fold ministry with the apostles. And God gave some apostles, and he gave some evangelists, and he gave some pastors and teachers and, glory to God, prophets, guess what, for the work of the ministry, for the edification of the body of Christ, till we all come, God is saying, come to the unity of faith and the knowledge of the Son of God, glory to God. And God is saying, God is bringing his church into a unity. I know many things have happened since COVID. I know that people are coming out of the closet. God is exposing even people that claim to know God or say they know God. It's the fact is they do not know God. 
or even those that do know God that have been proclaiming one thing and been living a double standard life. I want to pray for every single pastor, every single person of the clergy, that glory to God, that has totally forsaken the Lord. Come on back, my brother. Come on back, my sister. God is saying, I'm redirecting my church. I'm bringing it all back together again. Some of you have fallen. You've given yourself to the ministry. You've seen many people saved. You've given hundreds upon thousands and even some of you millions of dollars to the community to help people. And you went down a wrong road, a road of compromise. God is saying, come unto me, all ye that labor and are heavy laden, and I'm going to give you rest. See, it's amazing how a man or woman of God can do all these good things for the community and do good things for people and make a wrong mistake or go a wrong way or enter into compromise. Look here, we're all subject to that. It doesn't make it right. It doesn't justify it. But why can a person do a million things right and that one thing that they go wrong in, you get totally out. See, God is saying there are people that are left for dead, that meant well, that are living for God, and guess what? They have veered from the path. God is saying that I need you to come back, because at the end of the day, those people that condemn you, glory to God, are those people that can't give you life. They don't pay your bills. They don't give you the two things that you need unless you be eulogized. And that is an inhale and that is an exhale. Brother, come on back. Ye with your spiritual. Restore such a one of the spirit of meekness, considering yourself, because guess what? You up next. The very judgment that you judge people, it will be measured to you again. We need to be praying for the clergy. We need to be praying for the apostles. We need to be praying for the prophet. We need to be praying for the evangelist. And my God, please pray for pastors, for pastors, for pastors, and pastor teachers. Because you know what? We got a bullseye on our backs. And guess what God is saying? Guess what? As long as you continue to look unto the hills. From which cometh your help? Your help coming from the Lord, the Lord who made heaven and earth. I'm talking about being left for dead. God is saying you were left for dead, but you will rise again. This message, glory to God, I'm feeling this thing, is called and I still rise. Some of you have been left for dead with your finances. You say, what are you talking about? I'm talking about you can have one particular thing come into your life as to where that, glory to God, it could be monetary. It could deal with your currency. Guess what? And now your bills are out of line and your bills are offline. And guess what? Glory to God, you've been left for dead financially. God is saying, I will supply all your need according to his riches and glory by Christ Jesus. I come today to serve notice on the devil that guess what? Never have. Look, I have been young and I now am old. Never have I seen the righteous forsaken. That's a powerful word, never. Nor is seed begging bread. You're the seed of God. The word seed speaks of offspring. The word seed speaks of relationship. You are connected to God. You're in tune with God. And that means that God is committed to take care of every single thing. You pastors that are struggling, glory to God, glory to God, glory to God. It, it takes so much energy out of you just to get in the pulpit and preach. You got to deal 
with the bills of the church. You got people that, glory to God, come, they like to hear good messages, glory to God, but they take their time to some other church. God is saying they want to just sit there like a leech and suck off of you, but guess what? And, and receive good messages and you preach like a house on fire and then turn around and guess what? Money becomes an issue, but you take it to another congregation, glory to God, to a light-skinned brother. And I'm not saying this to be ugly, but what I'm saying is, baby, you need to be making sure that you you put your tithe where you get fed at. That's right. You live in a home. You got a wife. You got a son. You got a daughter. You got a husband. Glory to God. Glory to God. You got children. Why would you pay somebody else bills? You take care of home first. We need to get back. Some of you need to go back. You've been left for dead and you don't even know how to get back home. You know why? Because the man of God that poured into you. The man of God that believed God for you, you didn't believe in the God that was in you, and he believed God for you. When you didn't believe in God yourself, you need to go back, and I'm not telling you to idolize a man, but I am telling you that God put that man in your life, that man of God, that woman of God in your life to speak prophetically over your life for a reason. Why wouldn't you go back? If God put him there, why wouldn't you help the ministry? You see what I'm saying? It's not even about money. See, baby, because when you deal with glory to God, that you're in the jaws of life and glory to God you're walking through the valley of the shadow of death have preachers glory to God that have these big churches wouldn't bury you if you paid them you know why because we've gotten away but we give our allegiance to that you know what there are preachers that have been left for dead and have poured their very lives into the people of God but I want to tell you preacher I want to tell you some of you say I'm sick and tired of church folk you say the preacher say that yeah because we constantly give out we hear we get your call that's right. You call us any time in the morning. Yeah, and then you turn around and you go to some other church. And guess what? The money, we ask for a $20 offering and you'll be looking at us upside our head like we're crazy or like we didn't cut you and hid the knife. And guess what? You'll turn around and guess what? You'll come up with $100 to give to a ministry. Glory to God that all thing they do is preach. You sit up and suck up air and you leave. It's time out for foolishness, baby. Call a spade a spade. I thank God for every particular ministry. You're a mega church. God bless you. You answer to God for that. I don't answer to God for that. But all I'm saying is, people of God, we need to be faithful where God has planted us. You need not to forget, glory to God, the people that God has used strategically in your life when you were down. One thing about it, I'm working on a message, glory to God, and think of a message, uh, glory to God, entitled, I'll be back. One thing about it is God takes me up as God blesses my wife and myself, as God blesses the business. You know what? I want to go back to everyone that ever helped me in my lowest state. You see, how you know people is that when you don't have nothing to give them, how do they treat you? Sometimes people can treat you like a junkyard dog and not even say it. But guess what? It's their demeanor. It's how they handle you. They act like they glory to God for them to spend time with you. It's just like glory to God, like, you, like you're hurting them. But God is saying that you're important. God is saying be kind to those that left you for dead and God is saying you will rise again. If you get nothing else out of what I'm saying on this Monday morning, you will rise again. It looks like you're not coming out. You're coming out. You will rise again. God bless you. May God keep you to the next episode.